This is the Average to Savage podcast with Paul Garino. Everyone and anyone, athletes, celebs, and much more. What's up, everybody? I'm back for another episode of the Average Savage podcast. Our special guest today is founder of Dunk, Elliot Robinson. Elliot, what's going on? What's up, man? I love the energy. How are you doing? Good, good, good. How about you? I'm great. I'm happy we made this work. I'm excited for the interview. I'm always, in the beginning of these interviews, nerve not nervous, but... I'm always excited about like what are we going to get into? What are we going to talk? Is the story is what I'm saying? Like one big thing for me is like when not giving interviews. I'm not a fucking celebrity, but when you talk to people and you know do podcasts and stuff, the big thing for me is never to just give the same interview over and over and over again because that gets very boring for anyone listening. But yeah, like I said, I'm always interested in the beginning of them of like, all right, cool. What are we going to talk about? And I'm saying from my end, like, not giving the same answers. Like, you can yeah. ask me the same question a million times. It's just how do you answer it differently. Yeah, for sure. No, I definitely yeah. feel, you, I feel you on that. But, I mean, I, I listen to a lot of people's interviews and, uh, like, the same person getting interviewed. And, like, usually they're always kind of different with the same answer, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel you. And you view that as a positive or a negative? Uh, positive. I mean, okay. you, I want you to be consistent. If you change your answer up, then then that doesn't. <laughs> start that doesn't yeah, that doesn't. Hurt. <laughs> yeah, I'm from Germany. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like I don't know. Really funny, really man, yeah. So, uh, you grew up in Sweden, right? Yeah. So originally from Sweden, uh, my mom and my dad met in Bali, fell in love, got me. My dad moved to Sweden, had me. I mean, yeah, he moved to Sweden, then they had me, and then, yeah, I grew up in Sweden for 18 years, enjoyed my time there, went to elementary, preschool, whatever, all the schools I went to there except for college, and then, yeah, moved to the U.S. around three years ago, and I've been been living here ever since. Gotcha, what are you, you're 21 or 22 right now? I'm 21 right now, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wait, is the drinking age different there in Sweden? Yeah, in Sweden, the drinking age is 18, so when I was there, I was, uh, I just turned 18, I just started going out with all my buddies, having fun, and And then then I got, yeah, and then I came here, and it's like, all right, you got three more years, you gotta wait, so that, that was, that that kind of sucked, for me at least, I like going out having fun, you know, at least trying to. That must be pretty weird. Yeah, (laughs) it was. So so you started Dunk in 2015 when you were in high school. So how did it all come about and what was your original plan for it? Yeah, Dunk even started even earlier. So when I was, yeah, it was high school 2013. 2015 is when it really uh, took off. Like that's when the name Dunk, we put the name Dunk on the account. And like mm-hmm. that's when the account really took off. But in 2013, the account started and it was actually called Nasty Dunk at first. So the account was called Nasty Dunks. I just wanted something to do on my free time after school so i decided to you know chop together some videos and throw it up on the account and called it nasty dunk started growing it in 2015 is when it really started taking off and i got the name at dunk and all of those kind of things so it grew pretty organically as the username anyone who who knows or listening or who didn't listen or who knows the account it used to be called nasty dunks so that's a fun little fact i kind of like nasty dunks <laughs> you do? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that should have been my company, Nasty Dunks LLC, but yeah. I don't know how many people would have taken it. Oh, yeah, no, no, not with the L- yeah, yeah. <laughs> But how did you, uh, like, what made you pick basketball? Like, were you a ba- basketball fan growing up? Yeah, basketball fan. I always played 
it's my favorite sport to um it's yeah it's the number one sport to play uh, i like watching it as well it's very intense i think a lot can happen i think it's just one of the best overall sports it's got everything it's got the culture surrounding it it's got the fashion surrounding it it's got the intensity of the game there's never a dull moment in a basketball game i mean there is but by the way, that wasn't a fart. I think that was that was your mic, so so people don't think I just farted. You heard that? <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention to the background. Yeah, <laughs> I think there's some clicking, clicking, and then it sounded like a big fat fart. Just FYI, that was not me. That was a mic, mic thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I just loved basketball growing up and played it, and then just decided I was not going to do that for a living. I mean, I was not going to play, so... Just decided to, to start doing videos instead, and that's kind of how I got into it. Gotcha. Well, I mean, like, yeah. So, what is like is basketball the biggest sport in Sweden, or no, like soccer? No, no, no. Soccer. So- soccer yeah. for sure. I'd say soccer is the biggest. Uh, probably then hockey, and then we have something mm-hmm. called floorball in a bandy. It's called it's basically like hockey on land inside with different sticks. Yeah. And then yeah, basketball. It's probably fourth, fifth, fifth or sixth. I don't know. It's it's getting bigger. Like they yeah. have one NBA player now, Jonas Jurepko. He's basically our Lord and Savior when it comes to <laughs> basketball uh, in the NBA. Uh, but yeah, it's getting bigger and bigger in Sweden. And there's, I'd say, just because like Europe in general, like basketball is growing. And so yeah, I mean, seeing that the NBA now, the 180 out of 400 of the players are international. I think. It's just, like, it's really growing, so uh, I'm excited for that. So, like, were your friends, did they think you're weird because you were into basketball over soccer and hockey? No, no. my friends, I I played basketball, so I made friends. It's not like basketball's unknown. It's like this sport that two people play. (laughs) I went to a school where we played basketball uh, every morning. We practice, and then every night uh, I went to team practice. So it wasn't weird. Like a lot yeah. of my friends played, so it, that wasn't weird at all. But definitely not as common as soccer in hockey in Sweden. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. So, so take me through like the first full year of like you starring Duncan, like how you grew the following, and what made you uh, stick out. And what spe- was there any specific posts that like blew up, or posts that blew up? Like- nope. Never, never, never any post that, that just went crazy. Essentially, what I did was, A, I created original content uh, with good music. At least I thought it was good original content. I'd be very timely. So when the NBA All-Star Weekend was coming up, I'd take some old clips from the NBA All-Star Weekend. Um, I'd just take the best place, essentially, from every game and repurpose it, and no one was doing that. I'm putting music behind it. So there's a flair of originality that people wanted to see. Then the second step I did was I just did, like, you know, engaging with other hashtags and stuff like that back in the day when it actually worked. So did that just to get an initial fan base, got all my friends, sent it to all my friends uh, to, to follow. And uh, what's it called? They all followed. And then the third thing I did was essentially offer, I, I, I was texting people, hitting people up like, yo, I'll, I'll make this video for you if you give me a shout out, as it's called. So mm-hmm. uh, I was essentially making videos exchange for exposure and then the fourth thing once i had a big enough fan base what i would do is swap posts uh, shout for shout whatever you want to call it essentially what it means is we would exchange posts with each other so i would give you highlight over what you did and you'd give highlight over what i did and yeah i, I just developed my community i developed I, I interacted with people who reached out i interacted with other people like who were in the same community so hopefully a lot of them 
still like me, but like, yeah, I just developed. I think that's also important when when growing whatever it is. It's just like mm-hmm. developing uh, relationships within the industry of people that respect and like you and see what you can do and how you can really help them. Yeah, definitely. So changing the name did that help a lot? Like just to dunk? Yeah, I mean, of course, it added a bonus, but it was a great account that had a great trajectory, and I don't think at all i think it would have been the same place with or without the obviously the name is great for branding but in terms of 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 social stuff i I think it definitely would have been in the same place gotcha gotcha yeah i'm thinking like nasty dunks will look sick on a shirt then some like Mm -hmm. slime or something yeah yeah, yeah. and not as difficult as copyright shit with dunk (laughs) yeah 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 definitely and then in 2016, Gary Vanderchuk recruited you to come work for him. And so how the hell did that come about? And you're in Sweden, right? Still at the time? Yeah, or- I mean, what happened was I reached out to him, actually. Okay. So I saw... Yeah, so how'd you find a, him, a post. Yeah, I saw a post on a motivational page or whatever, however corny that sounds. Uh, and then I decided I liked it. I didn't like it. And then I saw another post a couple months later. And I liked it, and I decided to reach out, and then I got a meeting in London through what's it called, um, through just like persevering, and I, I, essentially what happened is I reached out three times, he, he responded, emailed me, I emailed, I reached out two times, he didn't respond, I emailed again, oh, I snapshotted him, he said, email me, I said, I already emailed, um, <laughs> I emailed again. They responded. I got a meeting in London for 15 minutes. I flew there. I missed two of my tests at school. Uh, I actually don't know if that's true or not. I just add that to the story because it sounds good. So I flew from (laughs) Stockholm to London. uh, And then, yeah, I had a 15-minute meeting in a hotel lobby with him. I couldn't find him at first, so I was freaking out. And then, yeah, I mean – then had a meeting, 15 minutes turned into 4 to 5 minutes, and then I went to dinner with him and the team. That's when I met a bunch of the, uh, some of my closest friends, Alex D. Simone, David Rock, and, and a bunch of other people who were there at the dinner. Uh, and then, yeah, I guess they liked me. I flew back to Sweden. I got the job, and then I moved to, to New York uh, a month after I graduated high school. That's kind of the, um, what's it called? That's kind of the story of how I got the job. Mm-hmm. And I actually, I'm pretty pissed i think i had so much footage of of i actually filmed that entire trip but recently my uh my my computer from 2013 Uh, or 2015 was stolen so i think i might have lost all of that man which kind of sucks you don't you don't you didn't have a backup hard drive no don't know nope (laughs) that's the most common question i get you never found it yet I you, found our Craigslist. I think I found the people who stole it, but no, I didn't find the the. Um, I might have uploaded somewhere, but yeah, it kind of sucks. And now I'm yeah. looking for my hard drive that I have a lot of other content on, and I'm having a hard time finding it. So I'm just starting to think I'm very not good at keeping my shit in order, and I need help with that. Yeah, for sure. No, I feel you on that. Like actually, uh, my computer just I had the I got the MacBook with the Touch Bar in it, and the Touch Bar stopped. I knew I didn't want it when I first got it because I was like, yo, this is not going to last. It stopped working. So then I was like, all right, I don't really need it. And then I was like, all right, I need it to, like, adjust the volume, all that good stuff. And I'm like, oh, shit. And I send it back to them. It literally takes, like, two, three months. Like, I literally started a, like, free Paul's MacBook, like, on on, on Twitter because I was getting pissed, like, every day. Like, calling them, giving me, they were giving me a wraparound, saying the part didn't come in, blah, blah, blah. Like, literally, it took two months. They gave me a brand new one. But, I mean, I had it, everything backed up, thank God. Really? Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. I was like, so what do like people do when they like actually like 
thank God I had a different laptop, but I'm saying, like, who didn't? Like, what happens if you didn't? <laughs> yep, you're 100% Crazy. right. Crazy. Yep. <laughs> so, while you started working at Vander Media, how did you find the balance to run Dunk and work there? I didn't. You said you didn't? No. What do you mean? You, you, you can't. Like, yeah, I didn't find it. <laughs> so, were you still running it, or, like, did you have yeah. people running it? No, I was still running it. This was just by yourself, so. Yep, and I was an artist manager. I managed an artist during that time as well. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So you never found the balance. <laughs> no, I ne- never found the balance. So were you like up all night? Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I was up all night. Sometimes it was just like understanding at least how to try and manage it, you know? And then, I mean, that's ultimately why anyone leaves. Anything they do is to find time for something else. Yeah, for sure. That's what I did. Like, it's hard. But I, I wasn't good at delegating. I wasn't, I didn't feel comfortable in delegating out whatever I had undone to someone else. So I, I I didn't really find the balance. Like, I was probably not doing my best at, the both, at both of the jobs. I was doing good because I think I'm pretty talented without sounding like too much of a jerk off. But mm-hmm. just because you're talented doesn't mean like that you shouldn't be, be doing your best at the job. And I just don't think I was doing the best I could at both. Gotcha. And, and going back, I forgot to ask you, were you ever planning to go to college or was there a specific reason why you didn't? Well, I mean, obviously you got the yeah, job. So I mean, I never thought about it. I mean, and I don't know how it is, like, in Sweden, is it, like, a standard? Oh, college of- is awesome in Sweden. They pay you to go. <laughs> um, they pay you to go? There's a bunch of alternatives. It's like the party kind of vibe that you get in the U.S., but it's not too much where you get all this crazy news where fucking uh, fraternities and sororities and, yeah. and they're, like, drinking people to death. Like, that doesn't happen in Sweden, but it's still, like, <laughs> oh no, God. but I'm serious. Like, yeah. that's, a, that's a serious issue in the U.S., in Sweden, I don't think I've ever seen that. So it's an awesome vibe. They pay you to go, so you don't get in debt. And also, what's it called? Um, you 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 have four years of fun. Like I just never thought about going to college. Meaning, when I was in high school, first I thought about going to high school, right? So I was looking at high schools and and all that. Then obviously went to high school, but then yeah, I started the dunk shit the first year of high school and just realized I was pretty good at it and then college just never crossed my mind and when people it, it was just like where are you gonna go I was like I don't know I, I don't really care we'll see I like we'll deal with that when it happens and then I knew for sure it wasn't going straight after high school so then it was even less on my mind I wasn't even stressing over it and then yeah last year high school came and I moved to the US where I'm gonna start thinking about college all of a sudden so it just never got into college. Never find its way to figure itself into my life, if that makes sense. Gotcha. Yeah, it's understandable. Yep. <laughs> and uh, just like while working at Vander Media, did, did they ever offer uh, to buy Dunk off you? No, that was not a discussion that we had. Gotcha. Yeah, I was just curious. And uh, what made them like allow you to basically do? I know you said you can. You were still trying to find the balance and stuff, but like, what let them let you do both things? Because a, I didn't work at Vayner. I worked in, on Gary's team, oh, which yeah. means there's a lot more flexible. I mean, it, it, it's technically employed under Vayner Media, yeah, but yeah. there are two segments within the business. I would say one is Gary's team, and one is Vayner Media as a whole. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I worked underneath the team that was very free. Uh, a lot more free, but like I was delivering. Like I did my job. I did yeah. it well. 
probably better than most people. So, like, what are they going to say? Don't do that, even though you're doing a great job. Mm-hmm. No, and you can learn and pull. If you do one thing, you can learn, extract what you do from one thing. Like what I do with Dunk or what I do with other things, they'll meld into each other. If that makes sense, they'll like they'll merge into each other. Like you can take a skill of what you're doing, especially if they're both on social and they're both tied to Instagram and they're both tied to growing and engaging communities. Of course, you're gonna learn stuff from one that you're gonna be able to bring over to the other. So that's yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I guess that's why. No, that makes sense. What was the moment for you that you had, uh, like, for yourself that it was, like, time for you to leave and, like, do your own thing? What moment it was? Yeah, did you have – was there, like, a like an aha moment or, like, like – like, Nah, it was, just, I think, frustration about myself not fulfilling my uh, – the potential that I thought I could just pent up over a couple months, I'd say. Gotcha. So let's say, like, day one of you leaving, like, what what did you do, like, the first day? I moved all my stuff out. Um, yeah, I. All right. How about the first week? Like, what did you do to like start up your business, basically, like full time? I mean, I had my business already, but what I did was, I don't remember, man. I I didn't think about it. I just I think I took it not easy, but I think I was chilling. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. I I, I just honestly don't remember, so I don't want to bullshit you. Yeah, we want to be consistent, so. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> um, so, all right, let's say, like, how'd you go from, like, zero to 100,000 to, like, 100,000 to a million to, like, a million to, like, two million now on Dunk? And, like, what are your what are your thoughts on, like, paid advertisement and, like, influencers? I'd say the same thing what I said earlier, just refer back to the earlier point. It's just that scaled, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. just scale that it's just more of whatever it's more of that more original content and more good distribution and distribution means finding outlets that are able to share your stuff for as cheap as possible to as good of an audience mm-hmm. and as wide of an audience as possible gotcha. and, and I know uh, you kind of mentioned but how do you guys like come up with that content and how many people like run dunk today I mean, essentially, what you have to do is you have to uh, understand. Do you want it to be 100% original? Do you want it, what, what wants to be your voice? Right now, the voice is a little comedic for us. Mm-hmm. So, what you do is you find other accounts that you think create good content, and then you a aggregate from their accounts, and b spin off content and have content ideas from their accounts. And the only rule is basically to be funny and don't step on anyone, but without stepping too much on anyone's toes. So then it's just that's the baseline, and then you just go from there. And it's going to be different from everyone. And I wouldn't say I've figured out a great process yet, but yeah, just write out a bunch of people that you aspire to be as, if you want to not be as uh, a bunch of accounts that you think are doing a great job on on the social platforms, and then just try to make their stuff. Yeah, definitely. And when did you uh, like start making money off Dunk? And uh, how did you start working with like huge companies like Nike, Gatorade, and EA Sports? I think I always made money on the internet. Like I made a couple dollars back in the day doing video edits for people. So I think the most important thing isn't when you start making money. It's just getting used to the concept of doing so while doing what you love. Like if you can just get in the rhythm of understanding how to make money, I think that's better than actually trying to make a lot. But the first step was the first real money I did was when I did app marketing and I sent people to download fake NBA emojis and I made like 20 cents a download or something. That was the first and we got tens of thousands of 
people to do that, if not hundreds of thousands. So that was the first time I was like, holy shit. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it kind of developed into like, a lot has been organic. A lot has been relationships. It's just the same corny response, but it's very true. It's just like people, you do a good job and people will tell, or you do a bad job and, and that client will leave and then another opportunity will present itself and then you make sure you do a better job there. And yeah, it's just all been relationships or, or inbound for, for me, especially if, if you develop a voice, like people are just going to come to you, period, end of story. But you can maximize those opportunities by also doing cold outreach. Yeah, actually, that was going to be my follow-up. So are these brands reaching out to you, or are you reaching out to them, or both? Yeah, a lot of inbound. A lot gotcha. of inbound. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And uh, what do you think most changed from when you started Dunk to Dunk today? Biggest thing that changed? Yeah. I mean, I was 15 when I started. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm 21, so there's that. And then you're, uh, you were in Sweden, now you're in America. Yeah, but that's <laughs> like a seven-hour trip. <laughs> That's like a six-hour trip from 15 to 21. That's like a six-year trip. So I take the six-year trip. That's that's the biggest thing. I, I really don't know. I would say a lot of things are the same, but a lot of the things. It's a lot more saturated, the space right now. Mm-hmm. Things are very much more um, exponentially grown. So like you can grow accounts and you can make crazy moments. Like There's more people on the Internet and on the platforms more than ever. That's what I would say. Like, what's your what's your thoughts on, like, you know, Facebook, Instagram, like, changing the algorithm all the time and all that stuff? I don't care. <laughs> all right. Have you seen, like, less reach on your posts since then? Or yeah, it really? goes up and down. Yeah. It always goes up and down. Yeah. And uh, what's some advice you'd give uh, people starting a new brand on social media? You think, you think it's too late now? It, no, it's never too late, but... What's the brand? It's I, I lack context. I can't give if I give generic advice. It's also yeah. it's not going to help anyone. So it have to be it have to be specific. I'd say reach out to me. Maybe I'll help you. Maybe I'll not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll take I'll take it. Yeah. And uh, besides Dunk, what other projects are you working on? So within the Dunk project, we have a bunch of different platforms. Dunk, the Hoop Films, Filthy Hits, Hood Videos, Insane Girlfriends. So the first step is to get all of them kind of streamlined and make sure that we're starting to create more original content for them. Other projects that I'm working on right now is I have an agency with a partner brand, and what we do essentially is we take ownership of people's digital rights. So uh, we're currently working with Dennis Rodman so, and a bunch of other uh, high-level celebrities, and essentially what we do is increase their relevance on social media. So our job is to make sure that people are talking about them. My job is to make yeah. sure that people are talking about them. So the first uh, thing that I'm excited about now is like Dennis is our first initial client, so we're releasing some merchandise for him. We've been doing a bunch of viral campaigns that we're focusing on, and uh, he has an ESPN 30 for 30 coming out in May, so that'll be pretty big. Yeah, definitely. What's it like getting to work with him and like getting to know him like personally? It's good. He's a great guy. All right. he's, he, yeah, he's he's a very he, he's a great guy. How, wait, he's, how did you guys how did you link up? I, I don't. I honestly don't remember. It just happened one day, <laughs> and I was like, "What should happen?" And then we're here. <laughs> yeah, all right. And uh, all right. What about this one? Do you do you think there's going to be any new social media platform in the near future? I think TikTok is very slept on. I think a lot of the trends are coming from TikTok. I think, uh, yeah, I think I believe in YouTube a lot. I don't know why. I just believe in the platform a lot. Yeah, I think everything kind of 
goes back to that because everyone, I mean, everyone watches YouTube. They don't even like realize it sometimes. Yeah, like embedded 100%. videos, just like on websites, stuff like that. You ready for some fun questions? Sure thing. All right, so I'm curious, what's the significance of your personal Instagram profile just being a color, and you keep on changing it? Oh, my profile picture. Yeah. Secret. Well, not to, not gonna tell. But great question. I oh love that question. Oh my god, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. All right, I know you're into music. What's on your playlist and any sleeper songs or artists? Uh, right now, uh, yesterday I listened to five great songs. So I, I'd say sleeper song is "Drugs." You should try it by Travis S. It's Travis Scott, but it says Travis S. on uh, Spotify because I think it's there's some sort of a copyright thing going on. And I love Bond, the Boz Purge. So it's called Purge by Boz, who's signed with, I think, Dreamville. Uh, and then, yeah, I'm excited to listen to this little Dicky song that just came out today. I'm definitely excited to listen to that. Gotcha. What about top three jerseys that you don't own but you want? I've never been a jersey guy, man. Oh, my God. But I, I, I think, like, <laughs> Uh, no, I've never been a Jersey guy, but I think. All right, we'll skip. We'll, we'll skip. No, 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 I think <laughs> owning a Jersey is is owning like who do you think and who who do you think is cool enough that you'd like? I'd say Wilt Chamberlain. I love uh, him. The stories around him are incredibly interesting. And I just think he's like sort of a myth, and I love that. So I'd say Wilt Chamberlain. I would say Rajon Rondo because he's my favorite player of all time. Are these signed or unsigned? Whatever you want them to be. <laughs> All right, yeah, if you wanted signed jerseys, then, that, then then that's cool. Will Chamberlain, Rajon Rondo. I don't think I ever heard anyone say their favorite player ever of all time is Rajon Rondo. No, I know. People are crazy. And then... Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, and then another... I don't know, the other jersey I really don't care about. Let's say Kevin McHale. No, Scalabrini. I, I really don't care. What about care the Swedish, about Swedish guy you said before? Jerebko? No. Uh, no. <laughs> he, he's a great guy, but I, I wouldn't want. Are you? Are you into you into sneakers? Yep. All right. What's your favorite sneakers? Vans. All right. What's Old the, school Vans or Jordan ones? All right. I never used to wear any of them. All right. I got two more. I got two more for you. Yep. What's something people might not know about you? Hmm. I can whistle in five different ways. <laughs> Yeah, I've never said that. So, yep, I can whistle in five break, different ways. Breaking news. Yep. What are the five different ways? It's in, out, out, in, out, out, smiling, and, uh, <laughs> like, uh, loud. It's weird, yep. Okay, what do, you, <laughs> what do you like to do in your free time? What do I like doing in my free time? I like finding myself. I like... Hanging out with friends, I like playing basketball. I don't like going to the gym, but I do it anyways. I um, yeah, man, I like watching and, and consuming information um, in whatever way is possible. And I like trying new shit. I want to do that more, like try new yeah. stuff, you know. Well, now I got another cool one. Last one. Is there anything that you want to try in 2019 that you haven't tried before? Oh fuck! I had something on my. <laughs> There was something I wanted to do, man. I no. You gotta, you gotta I, start I, writing down these things. Yeah, I know. I, I have it all written down on my oh, stole right. laptop. Oh but, my god! 
something I yeah, you gotta get it back to, somehow. I want to go skiing. I, I know how to ski. I'm a pretty good skier. Uh, meaning I skied just, uh, I'm not a good skier. I skied every year growing up, so I'm somewhat decent. But I really wanted to go ski this year, which I didn't really make happen. So, like, But that's not new, so I got to come up with something new. Yeah, something you never did. See, that's why I lack imagination. Like, that's that's why I need help. <laughs> I want to go skydiving. Like, that doesn't sound that fun. I'll, I'll think of something. That's a good question for me to think about after this. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. All right, well, I appreciate you coming on and let the people know where they can find you. Instagram, Elliot, for now. If you're listening to this in five years, I have no clue. I have literally no clue. You just search my name on on Elliot Robinson on Google, and hopefully you'll find me. Yeah, hit me on Instagram and on LinkedIn, actually. Oh, yeah. LinkedIn. LinkedIn? Trying to make those connects. Yep, 100%. All right, well. Trying to grow that following. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate. I'm gonna ask you questions next time. Wait, you got a, all right, you got a question for me? Go for it. Only uh, only one person ever asked a question to me, and it was the yeah, first. What do you want to do this year that you haven't done before? Uh, probably. I don't know. Go to a state that I haven't gone to yet. Mm, but that's traveling. You've traveled before. Something <laughs> you haven't done before. Fuck. See, uh, <laughs> it's not easy. Yeah, but I wrote I same thing. I wrote written stuff down. So yeah, I'll let you know. I'll text you. How about that? We'll text each other about what we want to do this year, uh, and then I'll, I'll release it when I release the episode or something like that. One hundred percent. I love that. <laughs>